Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello and welcome to Perfect Person, the show where I'm perfect and I'm going to teach you how um, I've been craving grapefruit lately. Um, that's just a great thing. <laughs> well, uh, grapefruit is really good though. Yeah. Uh, it's, I find when I was in high school, I was really into grapefruit. <laughs> like truly it was, I made it my identity and I was like, I'm a guy who peels. I don't slice grapefruit. I peel <laughs> grapefruit and I would be like outside of a coffee shop, like trying to look like a cool, approachable, like smart high schooler. Did you think like women would like this? <laughs> yeah. I think like, I why did. did you be, why did you lean so hard into the grapefruit? I think I thought people all. would be impressed with how well I peeled it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it really depends on how well of we're well, talking you, here. Do you know the hack? Uh, no. We're starting off blazing. <laughs> the, we're going a million miles an hour <laughs> in second one. But I want to tell you about what how I do to grapefruit. So what you do is you open it up. Uh-huh. And a lot of people are thinking, that's a lot of work. And it is. But yeah. hard work... Sometimes if you get your grind on, well, it, it seems if you like grind slicing hard it would enough, be easier. You, grind you just slice the yeah, grapefruit. Slicing it would no be easier. Pit, right? But there's it's, no shortcuts in in when you want to fucking make a million dollars. So I'm opening it up, and it's like I'm like I'm like like not only am I peeling it and sectioning it, I'm like opening it up like a little purse. Each segment, I'm opening up like a little purse and exposing the berries be- below. Yeah. And if you don't know what I mean by berries, you've never opened up a grapefruit. I don't think that is what a scientist would call it, but uh, I, if you're talking about like the sections of the grapefruit because the grapefruits are sort of segmented. I'm joined by freelance sidekick, <laughs> Will Whitworth. Will, how's it going? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> happy to be here. Yeah, uh, happy to be here. You know, it's good to see you. You're looking nice. Chris Blue shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I've had this shirt since... So you were just at a wedding? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was at my cousin's wedding uh-huh. in Chicago. That's awesome, Which man. was great. Yeah. Uh, I love a wedding. Now, perfectionists, yes. I have a couple very exciting announcements. As you may have heard at the very beginning of the episode, you heard that this is a HeadGum podcast, which is totally <laughs> wild and super exciting, but this show, Perfect Person, is now a part of the HeadGum Podcast Network. Yeah, I feel like you're literally living your dream, and you shouldn't underplay this part of the story. Yeah, like- you, no, 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 and I'm not gonna, easy. <laughs> so HeadGum is a podcast network hosted by, uh, hosted by, uh, HeadGum is a podcast network run by Jake and Amir, uh, you know, internet sketch comedians in their J-Day are now podcast freaking giants in yeah. the space. And I was listening to Jake and Amir uh, and watching their sketches and stuff like that when I was like in middle school yeah, and high school. It's something you probably quoted with your friends. A it's million like, percent, you, yeah. You're, you're like a fan yeah. of those guys yep. in the way that you, you're you a pure fan when you're that age. I especially. had a t-shirt, I yeah. had a poster. Yes. If they're listening to this, I am embarrassed. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I like, uh, you know, love their sketches. It, when I was so excited about moving to New York because that's where College Humor's offices were. And I yes. was like, oh my God, that's so cool. And, um, you know, I listened to their, their podcast when they started it while they were still at College Humor. And I was like, oh, this is like what a podcast is and got super excited about it. And from that point, I was like, man, I want to be a podcaster so bad. Wow. But I don't really know how to do it. Wow. And so I had a bunch of failed podcasts while I was living <laughs> in New York. One was called 
living perfect with my sweet friend Jonathan Heber. Oh wow, I didn't I didn't know that they, that that was perfect the title. was in the title of that one too. That one was called Living Perfect, and it was a health and wellness podcast, fake like a comedy health and wellness podcast. Yeah, and did you follow your rule of only doing like six episodes and then like putting out and nope, and no, We'd, we said we're gonna do this from now until eternity, and then we only did five. Right. And I, that happened also with another podcast, Vinny Chasing Your Dreams, a podcast where, hey, you know how watch podcasts are popular? What if we watch Entourage and we do funny bits about it? A show that we had to re-record the first episode because we realized Entourage is really offensive. <laughs> <laughs> we watched the first episode and recorded and we were in such bad spirits because we were like, yeah, this show is really sexist. Like, I don't know if I can like handle it. But you you initially were like, yeah, no one's done an entourage. You're like, this would be watch so pod. funny. This would be so funny. And then we did maybe th- four episodes. Fun stuff. But none of them lasted. None of them stuck. And then this show comes around and people are like enjoying it. And I really appreciate everyone who's listened because you've made it possible for this show to get picked up by HeadGum. And I'm very proud of that. Yeah. And I, I think from my perspective, it's really sick because HeadGum mm-hmm. is one of the networks that I know that I listen to multiple podcasts on right. the network. Like, yeah. I feel like uh, it, it means a lot to me as like a comedy fan. Miles is living his dream. I'm number one um, living my dream. Yes. If you know a little bit about me, <laughs> I follow my dreams and I stick to them. And then number two is that uh, this show's going to start having ads on it. Um, I'm going to be reading, you know, shampoo, big pharma, freaking. <laughs> You're basically, Miles will take whatever money he's given for whatever product. I'll take any shit. He's not money. doing any due diligence. We're, so the, our first uh, sponsor is BP Oil. We're, <laughs> <laughs> the spill. Did it really happen? I'm Miles Montenegro and I'm a brand ambassador for BP Oil. <laughs> Have you... <laughs> No. So this show will start to have ads. And as another fun announcement, because the show is starting to have ads, I am starting a Patreon where you can watch the show ad-free. You can go check out Perfect Person Premium, a Patreon where you can get this wonderful show, but always ad-free with an exclusive cold open added on every episode. And then bonus calls. We talked about my jeans. As well, we did talk about (laughs) Will's jeans in the bonus of this episode. But it's kind of a cool cool little thing because if you you join the Patreon, you can get that show like plugged into your RSS feed so you get the exclusive thing and it's just like the best version of this show but in your podcast app so that's first tier and then the second tier is an exclusive show every single week um, called Perfect Person Platinum. It's fucking weirder. We're doing drunk slash stoned episodes. Uh, we're making some calls of our own. Perhaps listening to Dua Lipa's podcast and <laughs> responding to it. This is my idea that I'm really pushing hard. It's very uh, funny. Perhaps uh, listening to Dua Lipa's podcast, but uh, it's a fucking weirder, crazier after show. So if you love this show, then you might enjoy that Patreon exclusive show. Anyway, check it out. The link's fucking in the description, but we've done enough salesing. TLDR, I have a Patreon. I'm on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the people are calling in, Will. Okay, yeah, well, no, we should definitely take some calls. The people um, are calling in. The phone is ringing off my freaking hook. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the Robin Williams, Peter Pan classic, Will. Hello and welcome to Perfect Person, the show where we're going to help you out. What's your name and where are you calling from? Oh my God, hi, Miles. Hi. Who do you got with you today? I've got lovely freelance sidekick, Will Whitwer. We'll say what up. up. That's right. His classic catchphrase. <laughs> okay, Dream look. situation. Jesus Christ. Wow. Now, um, what is your name and where you're calling from? So, my name is Leith, and I'm calling from a small town of 8,000 people called Castlegar in BC, Canada. Oh, that's awesome. A Canadian Castlegar. caller. Leith from Canada. Now, uh, what is your problem that you're calling about today? Oh, okay. So, like, buckle up a little bit, I guess. <laughs> Consider um, my ass buckled in. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so anyway, I went to Calgary in July to go visit my family for my sister's wedding. Mm-hmm. And I went to go have a cup of coffee with my godmother at a Tim Hortons like one does in Canada. Timmy who's? She was telling me about how much she needed to get out of the city and all this other stuff. And I was just kind of like, uh, I can't really help you. The rental economy is garbage. Right. And so she decided to up and pack her very tiny car and just drive to Castlegar that Friday. Oh my! So your so your godmother did she moved in? Your godmother moved in with you? Like she just showed up okay, at your so house? No, that's another that's another thing is that I don't have anywhere for her to stay in my house. <laughs> I actually live with my ex fiance, 
And oh, they're going yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang, hang on, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> I feel like it's like we were like scanning the environment, and there was like a fire, and we sort of wa- we sort of we sort of were like in a fire watch yeah, yeah. being like, okay, and oh, like an, an uh, godmother's yep. in town. Yeah, but we're gonna get to both of these. But let's solve the godmother situation <laughs> first because I think it's gonna be cut and dry. Yeah. So anyway, so she. Moved here, but she made me find her a place to stay. And so she's staying with my best friend's parents. Oh, my God. Um, higher up the mountain. Yeah. So because she's like a mother figure in my life, uh-huh. um, it's like different than just like, you know, trying to move in with like a roommate type situation. It's like moving in with your mom. And I'm going to be like 30 in January, so I don't really want to do that. So you've got a nosy <laughs> little godmom yeah. that's sort of moving into your situation, and she's making demands. And, and she's, she's basically assuming that you're going to like do all this work. And she's like, it's the universe telling us that we should live together. And <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, oh, God. Keep in mind, we all smoke a lot of weed. But like, yeah, fuck yeah, so does well. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, but this is, I mean, this is the thing though. Like I can, I can understand maybe, you know, after you've been through a bad emotional time, getting high and then getting that like euphoria you can get and feeling like the universe is pushing in a direction. But the thing is when you sober up the next day, you're going to have to take a look at your life and not decide to just move across Canada. You know, stoner godmother moved in with me. (laughs) (laughs) name of the episode well i'm always trying to get the title in the episode yeah now here's the question though so she moved in with your thing what are some of the things that she's doing like she's obviously putting pressure on you to move in and she made you get your best friend's parents (laughs) to put her up which is crazy that's really crazy she was like can you just find something temporary for me until we can get a place together this is like not your problem you don't want to get a place with her oh and you never said you would right it's crazy (laughs) no i never thought i would i never like and i'm not to like C.W. Longbottom this, but a little backstory. Is that a Canadian detective? I'm not familiar with who C.W. Longbottom is. Yeah, for just like, for anyone in the room, like maybe it's Will who doesn't know who (laughs) C.W. Longbottom is. Just sort of like expound. Watch Mythic Quest. Oh, no, oh, I, I have heard it. that's good. I've, yeah, I've heard it's good. I wish I had seen this and gotten your reference, but this is a problem. There's too much TV. <laughs> yeah. You know, anyway, let's solve your problem. <laughs> we've lived together before and it didn't work out. Like, we've bumped heads. Yeah. Like, to the point where I actually moved out and moved back in with, like, an ex from, like, years before. Your ex-fiance. A different <laughs> ex. The, no, the no, extra that's is current. The extra is current day. We will get to that. Damn, you, uh, we will get to that. But you keep moving <laughs> with damn girl. <laughs> you keep moving with your exes. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And first of all, um, it, it was. It's like been weirdly normalized for me. My dad did it when I was a kid. He moved back in with my ex stepmom. It's genetic. And we and they helped and they <laughs> raised the Canadian. kids together and. Canadians are just nice enough that they're like, yeah. Canadians are nice enough that they're just like, yeah, I guess we shared a life together. Why don't I stay in your guest room? <laughs> anyway, okay, so here's, I, have a couple, I, I, have a couple, I have a couple questions for you. And um, have you explicitly told your godmother, hey, I'm not going to live with you? Because, like, it's hard to break. It sounds like she's sort of asking for favors. I feel like I can't tell her because she's also just been super emotional that, like, you can't say anything without her bursting out into tears. Yeah, you need to disown your godmom. Thanks well, so much for calling. Don't Thanks. disown her. You just have to you, you have to be like, look, she might sob at you, but like she's sobbing at everything. She she's might sob adult. at a baby bird out the window. Exactly. <laughs> she's on a hair trigger for sobbing. And I think you just have to you have to put up a barrier that says this is what I'm willing to do and make a real offer. Yeah. Because I do think you care about her. Otherwise, if you didn't care about her, you would just be like, "Yeah, shut <laughs> up. Get out of here." But I think- No, I totally I love her a whole bunch and again, she's and my godmother, right. she's very cherished in my heart. And I can't phone my like mom for guidance because unfortunately both my moms passed away. Oh. So oh, I'm so sorry. I like can't be like, what do I do about this like situation with this person? Because they would be like, just tell her to get fucked. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you have to do it like that. I think you can do it in a nice way. And no, because just... that's aggressive. Of course. Uh, and you know, here's the thing. So uh, your both your moms passed away, and it, this is a godmother that your mom's, um, you know. Established. It I'm probably guessing. makes it harder for you to it, say it no. It probably makes it harder because this person's a mother figure. Yeah, and she's like, and I've known her again, like since I was born. She's she knew both of my mom. She's her has her ex husband used to be my dad's best friend. First of all, it's not your responsibility to have another grown person's like shit on your plate. 
This You do not owe this person anything. That being said, just because you don't owe them anything doesn't mean you don't want to help them because they're like a connection to your mom's, exactly. they're a connection to your life, and that's okay. And so here's my advice. I think that you should tell her in a firmly, com- calmly. Fir- firmly, calmly, without any, um, like, without casting any judgment. Emotion. Just yeah. in, honestly, put it on yeah. you. Just be like, hey, um, uh, I'm happy to help you find a place to live, but I'm just not ready to live with anyone else but myself. But like, let's look for some places around yeah. that you can find. I'm yeah, only like- ready to live with my ex-fiance. Now we do yeah. have to talk about now, this. Okay, now we've, we've, <laughs> we've covered the thing. So copy that. <laughs> copy. Okay. Why are you living with your ex-fiance? And are you guys still having sex or is it purely platonic? And We're, are you in the same bed? We've dealt why, with this why situation we, before. Why do we know about people's bone situation? Uh. Well, why do we? You called in. Why do we want to know? Why, why do we want to know? You called in, and, and you know what the show's like. Leaf from Canada. You don't have to get into who's boating who or for what position. Not really what, what I'm interested. Well, no one's saying what position. Well, I mean, you know, I'm just that's too far. I, that's too far, oh man. God, I said she that, doesn't have hilarious. to get into it. Uh, um, any we broke up a while ago. It's been a it's been a long like like oh, ten months. Ten okay. months. Ten okay. months. Um, wow. we still have sex. The transition was weird because at the time we were living in the fifth wheel camper trailer when right. we broke up. Got it. And so at that point we were sharing a bed. Yeah. And then he also went out of town for work for like four or five, six months. Okay. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. And he can hear all of this. He's just watching Conky in the living room. <laughs> well, shout out to him. Uh, shout out, huge shout out. Miles and Will give you a shout out. <laughs> That's right. We do. I feel like I've taken up a lot of your guys' time. No, 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 but no. Yes, no. I we'll am. be here all no. week. Well, well be- this is a really interesting call, though, to me. This is uh, totally interesting. The- this is totally interesting. And also, by the way, like you had two problems that we wanted to get to. The second one actually doesn't. Yeah. To me, it doesn't it's, seem like a problem. It seems like a thing that you've worked through. And, and it seems like something that you're handling like pretty expertly, yeah. I, I would say. And yeah, I'm just trying my best. And I'm yeah. trying not to be miserable, right? No, you, you've, got a right. Great, you've got a great outlook here. My ex just chimed in before he went out. And he was just like, can you please tell Miles he's the hottest guy at Try Guys? Wow. Oh, that's very sweet. Wow. My gosh. Hey, Miles, okay. Make I have a blush. game for you. Making me blush. I've been wondering. I think the fans, now that you have officially announced this is a headgum show, yeah. there's going to be ads and stuff, the fans deserve to know how big is your penis, okay? I'm going to do this really yeah. slow, and you're going to tell me when. Well, that, how do you think you got Sarah pregnant? That's right. I'm so good at sex, I got my wife pregnant. <laughs> I'm not... Well, <laughs> I... I'm, well, I'm, well, I'm I'm not going to give a penis length reveal. This isn't smut. This show is not smut. It's not porn. Okay. And I think it's porn to say how long your penis is. I don't anyway, know what it is. Thank you so much, Lee, um, for calling. Kinda, yeah. It sounds like you just have to have a calm, candid conversation with your godmother. And I know that she might blow up, but like, it's not just, on you. It, it, you like, and you, you yeah. you've already helped her. You're going to continue to help her. Right. You just have to say, look, I I don't really think it'd be good for my mental health yeah. to have you living here. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't really part of my plan, you know. Uh, but I yeah. love you and I want to help you. You know, right. like she'll get yeah. the positive part of the message. You mm-hmm. know, right. I just she sounds like the kind of person who will literally take whatever until you are say, hey, yeah, no more. Leaf, you have a fantastic day. All right, you have a fantastic day too, guys. Thank you for picking up. Bye. Bye. Eating food is something I love to do. (laughs) It's the best part of my day. And luckily, eating better is easy with Factors Delicious Ready-to-Eat Meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. And let me just tell you, the two-minute window that it takes to get ready is absolutely the thing for me, because I'm a busy beaver. Okay, I'm going everywhere. I've got a little son. He goes to bed. I'm exhausted at the end of the day, and I want to eat something yummy. And Factor is there to help me thrive. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor sent me a bunch of meals, and I licked the plate clean. Specifically, the filet mignon and mushroom risotto I found to be delish. Also, they sent me some wellness shots, and I gotta tell you, kicking my day off with a wellness shot, we did one with cayenne pepper. We did one that was like, all that juicy, juicy green stuff, I loved. I thought it was like 
fantastic, and I could not get enough of it. Head to factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 and use code perfectperson50 to get 50% off. That's code perfectperson50 at factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 to get 50% off. Shrimp and cocktail, peanut butter and jelly. These are iconic duos. But what about the iconic duo when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling vintage swords or, of course, lovely little clam tarts. <laughs> Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered, baby. No matter how big your business gets, Shopify's there to help you scale and grow while you're selling one clam tart and while you're selling a million clam tarts by the seashore. It's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash perfect person, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash perfect person now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash perfect person. If you're selling stuff, then you're going to want to check this puppy out. Yeah, I mean, that's a fucking great outlook. Like, and I love that because I think that sometimes, you know, she, I felt like she was just like, yeah, I am living with my ex-fiance. It's maybe not the perfect situation, no. but like, I'm not going to spend time beating myself up about it. I don't want to live an unhappy life. And I think that that's actually a really good, like healthy way to, um, to be able to look at your circumstances and just be like, yeah, fucking, I'm going to like keep boning my ex-fiance. Obviously we have good chemistry. Is it perfect? No, but like. <laughs> I'm going to just move forward. Yeah. Like sometimes that's all you have to do. I'd say in many times that's literally all you can do. Yeah. You know? Just make the best out of what you're with the cards um, you're dealt and just enjoy yourself as yeah. you, um, yeah, just sort of, we should, we should host like a cash giveaway on the show where people call in. <laughs> Why? Well, because I think people be- call in and it's like you won a thousand dollars. That would be a hundred caller spectacular. Yeah. Would be a really fun fundraiser, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe it has to go to charity or something instead of to people directly. But like, well, no, I think the- here's what it is. You're ra- It's like somehow like we are raising money as that goes on, but the hundredth caller, yes, they get money to they themselves. Get money, yes. Like the hundredth yeah. caller gets like a thousand dollars, but. But it also like somehow, I mean, we probably get a hundred callers in an episode at least. Yeah. At least. So it's actually not like that. You just have to have somebody looking through and then we call them back. God, that'd be so funny. That'd be really fucking funny. We'd need a brand to like give money. Yeah. There, there, there's a lot of legwork here that makes me feel like it's this Trojan, idea. Trojan. You fucked us. Now we're going to fuck you <laughs> with cash. <laughs> Let's take another call here. Hello and welcome to Perfect Person, the show where I'm perfect and I'm going to walk you through the steps, baby. Hey, uh, yeah, I can go by a pseudonym. I'm going to call you Plant. Plant, what's going on in your life that you need solving today? And yeah, why do you need a pseudonym? Yeah. So I've got a friend problem. I'm hoping you can help me be a more perfect person by answering this. Hell yeah. Pretty much. I can decide between, you know, quiet quitting this friendship and demoting it between close friends to just friends or giving it the pink slip and severing it entirely. Whoa. Okay. So we are at a crossroads here. We are at a high level of alert here. uh, And we need to know what's going on. This is friendship court. (laughs) The jury (laughs) is walking in and the judge has slammed down. And I'm the bailiff. I'd like to be the bailiff. (laughs) Bailiff will. Please address the case, and mm. as always, the plaintiff. I was gonna say, please address the king. <laughs> please address like the it's, king. It's just, it's like a loss. It's a court, but it's just medieval, <laughs> medieval court. Um, anyway. Well, um, I'm just in contempt of uh, contempt of court, and you'll just drag me out. Yes. Absolutely, defendant plant. Please state your case. Yeah. So, for context, I've known this person for seven years, okay. and. Uh, I'd say we're friends for the entire time, but we didn't become close friends until the last two years. Okay. And we went through like really difficult professional hardships. There's a lot of history there. We support each other. So I'm 
for sure grateful for that. But I'd say there's two main issues that I think are causing part of uh, the challenges that I'm feeling in this friendship court. Mm -hmm. And one being that when I first met her, I was a freshman in college and she was working. So now I'm 25 and she's 29. Okay. I'm further in my career than she is. Okay. And she's vocalized that it makes her jealous and that one time she let it slip that she felt like I didn't deserve what I have. Oh, so that, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, that's tough. She self-acknowledged and apologized for that afterward, but like to know that she feels that way is, you know, pretty offensive and difficult for me. Yep. Um, second point, so she likes to post a lot of like not safe for work content on her social media. Oh my God. So what is I'll that? Like, Wait, what scroll- is, which platform? <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, like, uh, like Instagram primarily. And is this like, does she have an OnlyFans or something? Is she trying to make money or is this just like, that's something she just No, it's just like her, her thing. And okay. so I'll be like scrolling through like cute dog, cute cafe, then boom, vag first woman giving birth to a tree. So very like erotic oh, oh, art kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Okay. That's different than I think what we were thinking about. Yeah. Is it um, art? Or is, it's not her. It is her. It's not her. No, oh. no, no, no. It's women, woman giving birth to a tree. Do you think that's her? Well, like maybe like a costume or something. You thought I, it was a costume? I thought it was like, what, is, what kind of costume is that? I'm a woman giving birth to a tree. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> Honestly, good couple's costume. Yeah. So, okay. So yeah, she's posting. Very intense perspective on that one. And does she have like followers or is it just for her like friends? Like, I think it's just for like for her to promote her friends in the art community and all that kind of stuff. But okay. so I like muted her story and post yeah. on Instagram. And uh-huh. then she would, she started DMing me and she's like, You've been active online for 20 minutes. Why aren't you liking my post? Why aren't you engaging with my oh, content? Oh my so, God. <laughs> A hush falls over the court. <laughs> I know, and that makes me feel like very it, suffocated in that sense. If yeah. you ever find yourself being like, "Why aren't you liking my post?" You need to touch you some to, fucking yeah, grass. You need man. to fucking go on a trip. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. are asking someone why they didn't like your post, go to Iceland. Yeah. Literally, go outside. Do anything else. Throw your phone in the fucking river. That is. That's a question that indicates that you maybe need to take a look at some things in your life. Yeah, yeah. that is key evidence. A. Mm-hmm. Now uh, is. Is there another, uh, would, would would the state like to bring any more evidence to the case or is that pretty much it? Okay, you switched it for me. I think those are my primary exhibits A and B. Exhibit A, uh, let's address them in order. Exhibit A. So did she? Did you admit that you muted her or did That's you? That's not exhibit A. Okay, fine. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> this court is out of order. This court is, you're the bailiff. <laughs> Arrest yourself. Um, so exhibit A was that she, she uh, said to you, she's 29, and she said to you that she felt like you she, you didn't deserve, were you guys drinking or was this just like she said this offhandedly and it hurt your feelings and then she apologized, but it's like, oh, so that's So she fucking- doesn't work or she doesn't live in the same state as me. So we like primarily communicate just through online texting messenger stuff. Oh, uh, how'd you meet? We met in college. So I met her through like a professional networking thing, which yeah. is, you know, like our relationship dynamics changed quite a bit because like I started as a freshman, she was already working. So we like, I really looked up to her and felt like she was a mentor to me. Right. So now that the tables are turned a little bit in terms of our professional performance, mm-hmm. like she has become resentful of that, which uh, does not make me feel good. Are you an artist as well, Plant? Like, yeah. Or no, just... I work in mergers and acquisitions. Okay. Oh, fucking sick. Yeah. That's awesome. So, like, legal? Uh, in the so, room. you're like. Uh, no, I like eat up little companies and rip them apart. Uh, <laughs> man, we. This show loves a girl boss. This and... show loves a girl boss. You're sort of like, uh, see your Etsy small business? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna you take that. I'm gonna be taking that. Uh, that's yeah. really funny. Well, so no, so but you're doing well in your career. That's fucking awesome. But so, and she's like an artist, or like I guess I'm hung up on this because I could see a scenario where someone could get bitter about their lack of success in the art world if you had gotten there. Not, I'm not saying it would be reasonable. I'm just yeah. saying like if you had like rose to some stunning art success yeah. and then she's, you know, had been doing it longer and it didn't happen. Like that resentment would make sense to me. Yeah. What I don't understand is if someone is an artist and then is mad that you are eating up little companies yeah. and because you're making more money than her, right. you know, like I don't get so that. So she's uh, actually like her day job is like accounting and finance and she like art is her big hobby passion. Right. 
Got it. Okay. Got it. So I. So your your the the court is adjourned. <laughs> this is. I mean. This is interesting because now I've never cut a friendship off. Well, this is the thing. Like friendship doesn't have the same rules that yeah. dating does right. because in, when you date somebody, like you, there's different codes of like what this is supposed to mean at right. certain times or whatever. Friendship, I think, can get weirder. Yeah, um, because friendship, like she's asking you, like she's sort of treating you as a support system in a way that you're not asking for. Yeah, and you're not really reciprocating. You know what, though? Actually, before court is adjourned, I'd like to hear what are some things that you enjoy about this person's friendship. Are there still things that exist now, or maybe not right this second? because you're sort of you're upset with her but are there things that you enjoy about this friendship that have helped you along uh in the last several years so definitely like i felt like she was very supportive of me like as i was growing in my professional journey which is why i was like so shocked by her uh resentment and then also she's a very different person than me she's super extroverted she like has all types of different friends and crowds she works in and she i feel like she's a super strong networker and she always has these like crazy funny stories about like her insane dating exploits and stuff <laughs> so we definitely like have a good time when we talk about yeah. i'd say like the non-social media related stuff and the non-work related things right. so i guess part of it is that so she did visit me where i live a year ago and i was super excited to see her and all that and this year she says she wants to visit again and when she said that, i just felt like oh, so much dread yeah you shouldn't be feeling dread no. you know what i mean like if, if your if, friend is coming to visit you, your first thought shouldn't be Ugh. Oh God, fuck. Yeah, that's that's tough. And I think that that's a good sign that you need to, I think that my advice here is going to be the same advice as when you serve a glass of whiskey. You need to put that shit on ice. <laughs> yeah, I drink whiskey straight, but I see what you mean. You're cooler than I am. Yeah. And that's a fact. But I think that you need to just sort of Put this friendship on ice. I don't think that you need to have a big blow up. No, that's the, that's the thing. That's what I was going to say too. Like, right. Because you guys mostly interact online. Right. I mean, again, it, I w- if she had a sense of humor about herself, you could be like, wait, are you making fun of me for, are you, are you asking me if I didn't like your post? Like you could, you could mock her for that a little yeah, bit. Yeah. You could do a little but, mock, but that's going to be bad. No. So I think in this situation, you just need to sort of do, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Maybe do a slow detach. I'm doing um, a fade away. If yeah. I'm you, I'm doing a, she texts me. I don't respond for like a day or two. And I'm like, oh, hey, yeah, just saw this. But blah, 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 blah. And then I'm sort yeah. of like, I'm spacing out shit. I'm not like focusing too hard on it. Yeah. Like you're not like totally. Yeah. I've been her, trying to do the fade away, but I guess like part of she does get confrontational about because like, she's so aware of the fade away. Like she sees when I'm active online. She's yeah. like, you're online like five minutes ago. Why didn't you respond to my message? That kind of thing. So it's yeah, that's definitely a repeated pattern where I don't think she'll allow me to fade away. Yeah. That's, so you maybe do have to have a blow up then. God damn it. Which, she's just trying to make this worse for I, herself. She's trying to make this worse for herself. She sounds like um, she's going through something. And here's the thing. I find that sometimes with friendships, you, you're you're 25, she's 29. She could be going through some fucking crazy shit. Yeah. So you don't need to like, I, I would, you know, here's what you do. In the court of friendship, you want to make sure that you're not leaving evidence for a cold case to be reopened later. So you, you have, have to comply have, with discovery. You have you that's going out in discovery. We did not go to law school. You want to like essentially leave. You want to um, make sure that you're not doing anything that she could use as evidence later to be like, well, you fucking fucked with me too. So even though she's totally in the wrong in the situation, like she, it sounds like she's doing a lot of wild stuff. She's taking wild swings, whatever. I think you just need to be like, hey, I think I just need to take a little break from our friendship. Um, I, 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 you know, really like hanging out with you. I think just for now, I feel like you've been getting frustrated with me and I think I just need to take a little break. And did you ever, I know, I know that she apologized for this remark, however yeah. it came out, but like, I think you could say, which is still true. Like, I, I know that you apologized, but I, it's hard for me yeah. to, to feel okay about it because I know that it was a moment of honesty and right. I don't want to, I'm not saying I don't forgive you forever, but I need some time to like compose my thoughts. Totally. Um, Great point. Cause I think that you, uh, um, cause you're clearly so hung up on that, which I would be too. I would be too. That would fucking suck. I don't deserve my success. I mean, I don't, but you can't say <laughs> you it. Can't say that. <laughs> well, I think it's like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to be friends with people that think I like 
suck. Right. Like, no, absolutely like, not. Yeah, of I mean, course. it's sort of weird because she'll like ask me to review her resume and I've referred her to jobs and connected her with people to like right. try to find better employment opportunities. But uh, I feel like her response to it hasn't been great. Yeah, it seems like you just need to put this on ice. And I think the best way to do that is like next time she reaches out by being like, you you almost like lay a trap for her. Mm-hmm. Wait for her to reach out to you and be like, you didn't like my poster. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like saying something that's upset at you and just be like, hey, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings here. I, I think I just need a little bit of break yes. from the communication. Yes. I, I, you know, I, I respect you as a friend. I think just for now, you're getting really frustrated with me. And to be honest, you said this thing that hurt my feelings. So I just need some time away from you. Yeah, and She's I'm still probably- not over it. I know that... <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> Jesus, Will has some phlegm in his throat. I, I know, I know that you, you know, apologize and I accepted right. it, but I, I, I just am still not over that. Like again, because it's clear that you're not, and it's totally fair to feel that way. Yeah. And you're not trying to make her feel bad. You're just saying, I think I need some time apart because totally. you don't need to start this into a he said she said about like your good and bad qualities or whatever. You know? Yeah. You, you, if you frame it in terms of like, yeah, I no care double for you. jeopardy, no relitigating a right. court case, absolutely not, not reopening the court case. <laughs> we can't. This fucking court cannot handle another case being reopened uh because like ultimately if you do that then you can really assess the friendship and maybe you miss her and you go you know what i think i can do it maybe you dive back in but if you don't she'll understand yeah but that's how you get out of it without having like a whole thing where you're like and you never listen to me because like that's not necessary you just need to refresh and have some time and then maybe after some time passes like she doesn't need to visit, but it's just like send, send her, you know, then it's like after some refreshing up in a couple months, you could send her a picture that's just like, hey, this made me think of you. You know, like you sort of are, you have to rebuild like a phoenix. Yes. You want to yes. re, yes, baby. Yes. Like a phoenix. You see Dumbledore's you phoenix. Free- <laughs> so you're going to want to start this friendship over. You take the ice, you deal with the hard stuff. And then later you're like, hey, I saw this donut and it made me think of you. And she's like, that's a nice donut. And you're like, hey, by the way, this, how is this doing? Are you got any wacky, zany dating stories? And she's like, yeah, I do. I do. This guy, he was crazy. Yeah. I just think the cooling off period is good. And then yeah. you, it'll allow you to do this. And it'll allow you to, again, it, it, I think you have a legitimate fair grievance when somebody says something that mean and nasty about somebody who's yeah. supposed to be your friend. Like, and look, if you, I don't have friends when I'm like, oh my God, I'm so jealous. But if you do feel that way, you just shouldn't fucking say anything. No, um, or like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, sorry. I think it's definitely a projection of her personal insecurity that she's not happy where totally. she's yes, at in her totally. career. And that's, I guess, like, she's not putting it problem. on you. But she, yeah. this is about her. She's going through some shit. Right. And like, you may, but like, this isn't a good, it, it's making you feel dread. It's making you feel bad. Like, yeah. you should step away and then reassess. Undo. Undo pay. Yeah. Also, to answer your earlier question, I did tell her I muted her uh, stories in post, and then she started sending me like the erotic art directly to my DM. Yeah, this is like someone that's like going through something wild. Like this person is having like sort of a meltdown, I think. Yeah. And so it's just like again, when something's when a nuclear re- reactor is melting down, you see Chernobyl, they put it on ice. Is what they did. I don't think that worked. <laughs> I don't think Chernobyl is a story of success. They put it on ice and it was fine. I don't know that Chernobyl really and everything is a turned good out place to fine. Drama. Everything was fine. <laughs> they put that shit on ice and it was like, oh, the no poll more. for this episode is just Chernobyl was fine. <laughs> Chernobyl was fine. Miles, Miles oh my you're right. Oh my God. But well, yeah, I, I think you can do this. I think that online friendships are weird. And um, yeah, I've had friends tough. who were primarily in contact with me online. And I just, that's not what I, I prefer a phone call. Yeah, um, 100%. Like, I, I don't like, oh, I have to keep up with your posts. I, I, I don't even post myself. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Like well, your big, post? Well, big posts coming December 1. Well, December 1, 1 <laughs> I do have a big post coming up. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, and everyone should get hyped about it. Get but, hyped about Will's big post. But um, yeah, Plant, um, we hope that this has been helpful for you. And um, the jury has come forward and they think that, yeah, you got to put this on ice. The jury has ruled that <laughs> you have to put this on ice. Appreciate the verdict. The jury is, oh, the jury's coming out right now and <laughs> they are unveiling the envelope. And they're, they're taking out a cooler. They're taking out a cooler. <laughs> and, and they're, they're pulling out a big ice. ice. And they're doing an ice bath. <laughs> they're doing a Gatorade ice bath, but it's on the defendant. Anyway, we hope this has been helpful. Thank you so much for calling in today. Thanks. Have a good one. And congrats on the baby. Oh, thank you so much. That's very sweet of you. You have a great night. Good luck. Bye. Bye. Wow, that's funny. They're really funny.
Friendship court is tough. You're yeah. totally right. You've said this to me before, but it's like, yeah. There's just different rules, there's, man. And there's, and there's, there's no rules. There's no rules and there's no cut and dry like yeah. way to do a friendship. No. And there's all different types of friendships. 100%. And I think that's the thing. It's like sometimes something works for you and then you realize, oh, this actually doesn't really work for me. Yeah. And then, but what do you do? Do you do you have a big blow up? About, like if you're dating somebody, it's like this person's central to your life. Like you need to cut somebody out if you realize you don't want to be with them anymore. Yeah, right? right. Like, and we have lots of colleagues who are like afraid to take that step. And it's like, Sure, it's hard. We get it. We yeah. all get it. But like friends, so sometimes you're, you know, it's, it's like that LCD sound system lyric. Like sometimes friends are mean. Like sometimes your good friend will say something that hurts you, your feelings, it, yeah. it, just in general. And then you're like, do I deal with this or do yeah. I just let it go? Yeah, I remember um, like in college, like I, I, and this is true, like I guess afterward too, but um, like people would be like, yeah, like my one of my friends like said this really, really horrible. And it's like, you can't, you can't be friends with people that say mean shit to you. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things when when you're younger and more insecure, you like want everyone to be your friend. Right. And at least that's how I was. Like, yeah, I want yeah, everyone yeah. to like me. I, even if somebody seems like a shitbag, if they like me or express anything positive, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can I can understand this. It's but. You, if somebody makes you feel bad occasionally, but you're like, oh, they're an all right person, like, well, they're kind of making you feel yeah, bad. Yeah, like though. they shouldn't make you feel like it's like you should. I mean, that's why I, we have a great group of people. Yeah, that, that, like it's like yeah, like friends shouldn't make you feel shitty or like no. weird around each other. No, and, and when you like, I've, I've had those friendships, and it's like yes. these people aren't really my friends. They're just like people I'm hanging out with. Yeah, like someone who you're hanging out with who like will say like I, you know I can take a lot of jokes. I enjoy being roasted, but. There's definitely been people who in my life where I'm like, oh, it doesn't really seem like you really there's any care behind this. Yeah. You're just like kind of a dickhead and right. I'm not really interested in spending or like, time with Yeah, you. no. It's like, or like there's no love behind the teasing. Yep. Like it's like there's no like smile after that's letting everyone know, oh, like this is what we're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do. I really do. Uh, yeah, I can't stand people like that. It's that just like. Dicks. Well, and you just, I, I don't know. I remember feeling bad. Like I, I feel like I've made in my life like friends like this where they'll like because I'm really forthcoming and excited and extroverted mm -hmm. like people will kind of like use that to their advantage I, I don't see know you being taken advantage of by like <laughs> I don't know I've been taken advantage of but it's just like there are people who yeah. I was friends with that I like was like yeah this person's fine but mm -hmm. then they were like really invested in it and I'm like oh I feel guilty you know yeah. and then but then there's also people who are like yeah like that and also addict to me and it's just like no thank you no, no. zero tolerance policy for that no way uh well, let's take another call here because you know why, Will? That's what we do. Yo, what's up, dude? It's Miles B, and I'm here to solve your life. Howdy, it's Will. <laughs> my name is Emily. Emily, what's up? Okay, wait, my boyfriend's going to be so excited. Hold <laughs> on. Everyone is next Aaron, to their you boyfriend. you want to say hi to Miles? Hello. Yo, what's up, boyfriend? <laughs> How's it going? Hope you're treating, <laughs> hope you're treating her right. He's playing Rocket League, so that's awesome. I'm and I'm so, in the room trying to get on this podcast. I'm so bad at Rocket League, but enough of the gamer talk because people fans are, do not want it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm done with it. Okay. <laughs> what is your problem you need solving today, Emily? I haven't decided yet. Oh my gosh, so I feel like there's so much pressure on me now. No, 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 no. There's no pressure, truly. Just I know, know that this is this is going to be the chillest thing ever. You just stepped okay. into your therapist's office, and there's two guys, and your therapist is nowhere to be and found. Like, this is alarming, but yeah, I'm going to sit down anyway. I don't think that's very relaxing, to be honest. Hey, we're, we're friendly. Tell us your problem. It's fine. No, you're hey, fine, honestly, okay, we're good. We're good. We're back in the game. Okay. okay. Well, have either of you been a server? I have a server question. Hell yeah. I have never been a server, but okay. I worked at uh, Noodles and Company. Will worked at I Noodles know. and Company. I barista and then I was a server also in college briefly. But uh, I, And I like ran food at one of the coffee yeah, shops. Yeah. But like for the most part, yeah. I, I did work in a restaurant um, for like a Being summer, an actual yeah. server seems hard though. Yeah, it is hard. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, I am a pool server at a resort. Oh, so. that's cool. Like White Lotus style? It's so much fun. Yes. Yeah, it's like cocktail serving a little bit, but it is, it's such, it's such a place. And you're, you said a pool server? So is that what you said? Or did I make that up? Yes. Have you ever been to a resort, my friend? Oh, I've been, oh, I've been to a resort. I love a resort. I went to the uh, Hyatt Ziva no. for my honeymoon, but it was because Sarah and I tried to go to love. this island and it was very remote. 
and there was no Wi-Fi, and the whole island was flooded, and then we went to essentially the equivalent of a cruise on land, which was the Hyatt <laughs> an all-you-can-eat all resort, and, and I fucking couldn't have loved it more, and I felt so trashy for loving it so much. But um, what part of the world are you yeah, in with you this resort? Yeah, you don't have to say the name of the resort yeah, no, if you don't just want like, to. But, no, 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 just like, uh, is it tropical? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to out myself, um, but it's in Arizona. Arizona Resort. Got it. Arizona. You're at this resort. It's kind of like a little, it's a little swanky. And what is your problem as a server that you're facing there? Okay. Word. Okay. So my issue, and my boyfriend is very adamant that I do something about it. I have not been put on shift. Oh, they're just I'm not giving you enough hours? Is that, because uh, I've had, yes. this is a very common issue. Yeah. Um, this sucks. Yes. And, and I'm part-time, so we have to give full-time people hours first. Yeah. But I love it. And when I do work, mm. I make bank. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Because it's just like people getting drunk at a pool and they tip. Do their oh. wallets in the bathing suit? Yes. Like, how? what's the tip situation? Don't ask where their wallet is in their bathing suit. It's so good. <laughs> it's Let me tell you, it's so good. It's good. So okay. are you like, hey, you want an extra cocktail? And then like you're you're sort of like people are getting your cocktails, they're tipping you, you're good. But oh the, yeah. But the problem is Yeah, I brown nose all day. Oh yeah. my gosh. As a server, you're like, hey, by the way, I love your little shirt. Do you want more 100%. sushi? Was like I worked at a sushi restaurant called Saki Bomb. And every <laughs> okay, single person word. there except for me and my friend was um a convict. Yeah. And that was oh, okay. Um, okay. that was sort of cool. Definitely had to a couple times watch tables because this guy was like, I'm going to go buy pills in the parking lot. Can you watch my table? <laughs> and I was like, um, yeah, I guess. And then this other girl was so fucked up on whatever pills that she was taking that we were doing a 25 person table, the two of us, and she had oh, to no. wait in the walk in. And I just had to uh -huh. do it myself. And I'm not a narc because also this fucking yeah. girl was insane. So I didn't want to narc on her. Yeah. So then I didn't tell anybody and we had to split the tip. Good choice. Man, that's tough. But anyway. Yeah. You're, you got it. You haven't been staffed. Not really. No. Like it's like one or two shifts a week, okay. which is like doable. And I'm in school too. So I can like use the extra free time, but it's getting to the point where it's like, should I find a new job or should I just wait it out? And so, we're approaching winter, which okay. is scary at a pool. Yeah. So here's the thing. There's a third option. Mm. Prove, prove <laughs> that you're going to be a good employee. So go up to your supervisor and say, yo, what up, fucker? Mm -hmm. I hear you haven't been putting me on the schedule, but guess, who's, here. <laughs> guess whose charming ass is here? To serve beer. Guess who's, guess who's, I'm going to have to use that one. Guess who's sweet, That's my new introduction. sweet oh little charming personality is going to serve a cocktail. I think you just need to go up to your supervisor <laughs> and say like, hey, how's it going? Well, uh, what more do you want to see from me so that I can um, get in this, on the shift more? I like working here a lot. Yes. And, I think this uh, is you know? a good approach. What yeah. more do you, what more would you like to see from okay. me? Like, because if you haven't said anything, they might be deprioritizing your hours. Right. Because hours are always very tenuous in this and, and it's very frustrating yeah. and like there have been some laws recently that require places to like list their hours at least two weeks in advance. Right. Um, like I think New York passed something like that. I could be crazy. Uh -huh. But like, it, uh -huh. it's a very destabilizing part to like not know what you're, yeah. you know, not know what your hours are going to be. And then like find out like they're not enough, you know? Yeah, uh -huh. So yeah. I do think that, yeah, you, you could go in and say, look, I still don't want to work full time, but like, what can I do to get more reliable hours? Yeah. And, and if there is a pathway, then you follow that. And if there's not, maybe you do look for another job. Maybe if they say, sorry, we, we only have what we were giving you. Then, 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 then okay. that's your opportunity to really think about it. Right. But until you, until okay. you say, look, I like doing this. I enjoy this job. Like, and I, I really want to give it my all, mm -hmm. even though, you know, that maybe is just doing it another night a week or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. But like, you know, you, you just, you have to bring it up and be like calm and confident. Like, yeah, I, I, I think I'm pretty good at my job, but what could I do better that would get me more regular hours? Um, yeah, like you just want to, because it's also, if I'm an employee and I'm managing the people who come to the pool to serve, I want people who are like enthusiastic, yes. psyched, and look and showing initiative. Like, 
all you have to do is just be like, hey, how's it going? Like, um, uh, this is so awesome. Like, I'd love to get on the shift more. And like, what can I do to show you? Yeah. And also like crush it at the job. Yeah. Like get regulars who know your name. Be charming. Uh, do the extra work and stuff like are that. Are there resort regulars? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Are, yeah. There, there are? are? Like just weird little the, freaks yeah. who are always at the resort. <laughs> yeah. What kind of regulars <laughs> are there? Name them. What, what kind of people are they? I can't name them. Not by their actual name, but like, what do they do and what do they look like? Yeah. I mean, okay. Well, there's a lot of them. Okay. Give me, give me your top, top three resort oh, faves. Are, the, the are we talking mostly dudes as regulars? Yeah. Or are we talking mostly chicks? Um, no, it's chicks. a good mix. I mean, my favorites are all like the, the sweet little old ladies that have like spa passes at the resort. So they'll oh, like come to the that's pool great. Yeah. pretty yeah. often. Yeah, but people also like vacation there really regularly. It's like a pretty, I don't know if renowned is the right word, but it's a very popular place. Yeah. Uh, so, so people come back like over and over again, probably like every couple of months, especially with holidays too. Yeah. They'll see the same people same time of year kind of thing. Is it an all you can eat type of place? <laughs> oh, no. Okay, yeah. I won't be No. I will. That's <laughs> no, it's Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're will, invited whenever you want to come. Oh, thank you. That's very sweet. But yeah, I think you You're just got to show that in ish. You know, yeah. show that initiative. And, okay. you know, I think that like this feels like a problem that doesn't have a solution. But the solution is literally um, ask, ask again in like two weeks after that. Ask, you know, like, just, yeah. and, and you're not asking, actually. You're just showing that you are available and you're psyched to be there. Yep, which um, I think people do yeah. really value. And yeah. like you said, you really like the job. You're you're doing well at it, it sounds like. It sounds mm -hmm. like it's something that is, like, very much within your comfort zone. And, like, you know, I don't know what they would even be evaluating for. And honestly, just speaking up might be enough. But like Miles said, if you follow it up, mm -hmm. you're showing that, like, you didn't let this drop. Like, they, if, if they're just trying to give you the runaround, they're not going to be able to do that, you know? Right. They're going to have to give you yeah. some sort of pathway or they're going to be like, sorry, this is it. And mm -hmm. either way, you're going to get some clarity on what you need to do. Yeah. Um, Definitely, yeah. And, and you know what? Like... Uh, I love I, I love the idea of a nice old ladies giving you big cash. Get that sweet sweet cash best. from those nice old ladies, and uh, you're gonna be working way more. Can't wait! Cannot wait! Thank you so much for calling in. You have fun at the resort, and um, thank you so much for listening to the show. Thank you. Can I give a shout out to my sister? She listens to the podcast too. Nope. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah of course. Shout <laughs> oh, out. What's your sister's, what's your sister's okay. name? What's your sister's name? Her name's Chelsea. Chelsea, what the fuck is up, dude? You're over oh, here with child. the best oh, sister. You're with the best sister in the biz, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. When it comes to the business of siblings. <laughs> when it comes to the business of siblings, the best sister in the biz. Uh, Ear, ear, oh. Thank you so Love much for calling. We'll sure talk to you later. Thank you. <laughs> All right, bye. God, sometimes I think about the people who listen to the show and how nice they are and Very how sweet. horrible you are. How dare you? How absolutely dare you? Can I get a little bit of cheers for Miles? Okay. Woo! Sound. People this love a, me. No, it's a sound people effect. Don't be fooled by his lies. Yeah! Don't believe his lies. People um, love me. And um, what's Will's deal? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I will say, uh, I think it works good on the soundboard, but I had an executive producer be like, uh, yeah, we're never using a record scratch in a comedy, like for, for as a comedy uh, sound effect. Like I'm really anti-record scratch. So I sort of have adopted that. But it's funny when you do it because you're so cheesy and just tall and uncircumcised that like the... Why did you throw that in there? I mean, that I'm uncircumcised? It, it, is it not true? This is the first episode of the HeadGum podcast. <laughs> Literally, the new listeners are like listening to my audio trailer and the other HeadGum shows and then coming here and then you're what? Trying to out me for being uncircumcised? <laughs> Woo! Well... <laughs> That brings us to our last segment, Get Real, the segment where we get we force a genuine moment in an effort to learn more about ourselves. Go for it, Will. Um Yeah, I was just the other day, I was mm. uh I was kind of stoned and I was thinking about <laughs> uh that I was I was walking my dog and the, yeah. was, the sun was setting and I was like 
thinking about how I'm coming here to do this podcast. That's right. And then then I'm going to go write with my writing partner. And I'm like, I'm kind of living the dream. I'm kind of living the lifestyle that I want to be living. And I just felt very, like, grateful in that moment. Like, Mm -hmm. I felt real gratitude to be like, oh, I don't always feel good about myself or where I'm at. But, like... I'm looking at this pretty objectively. Not only am I doing that, I'm flying on a trip to see my close friends with my girlfriend who I love. It's just like, what? Life is pretty damn good, That's man. fucking cool, uh, man. Yeah. And do you have anything you've been feeling gratitude about? Um, no, that's. I'm glad you brought that up because I have been trying recently to really like put gratitude forward as something that's <laughs> important to me. And I do also similarly, I'm like, I feel like I'm living the dream. I'm getting to do a lot of things that I just like never really felt like I got to do. But also I feel a lot of gratitude when I look backwards. Like we talked to a couple of kids who just graduated college. Yeah. When I look at my life then and what I have the ability to do now, I feel so lucky. And I just, I'm so grateful for Sarah, but I'm also grateful for like our friend group and what we're able to accomplish and how we're able to build each other up. And even just the small things of like, oh, like going to a party and knowing everyone there and feeling really excited about like walking around that group of people and talking. Yeah, it's like community. It's like grateful for a community that you've built and been a part of. Like, yeah, I feel that too. Uh, And and I I find myself also like, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I try when I, whenever I am feeling down on myself or I'm feeling down about like stuff I'm stressed out about leading with gratitude has been really helping me. I mean, that is one of the things my therapist was like literally been yeah. trying to get me to do. And I'm like, I just find I, you know, there's like that psycho person who's like a total nightmare, but talks about how grateful they are for everything. Yeah. Right. And I, I just, the woo-ness of it kind of turns me off, but like genuinely like I always could spin something in a negative way, but I just had a moment of feeling like, no, I'm, literally doing the things that I want to do. Totally. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it's nice to feel like, nah, you got a path. Yeah. I'm on the path. Or it's nice to be like, I can envision the next couple of years and how they'll, how they'll go. Totally. And I think that that is, that comes from like being in a safe place where it's like when I was younger, I had no, you, you can't visualize the next couple of years. Cause you're just like, this could go any fucking direction. Seriously. I could be a like video game journalist or I could be <laughs> like, I remember like for a while I was like, maybe I'm going to be a video game journalist. And I was like, maybe if I just applied like this internship at this video game journal, and it's like, that would have been a totally different life. It's always funny to me. Like I think about all the time, like friends are just like, yeah, like the arts, it's like really not a stable career. And it's like, I think that all the careers are not that stable. hundred percent. And I'm glad I chose to do this. Cause at least I'm like psyched about, what yes. it is that I am yes. trying to do, whether or not I'm successful. It's just like, I like that. I'm like, I can, you know, stories and storytelling and comedy and fun. Yeah. I well, And I think that like the, again, I, I think, you know, maybe you don't feel this way in this moment because it's been something you've been working on for a while. And this is just the announcement of it. But like, mm-hmm. you're literally living your dream. Yeah. You're, you're having a kid like every you're, you know, you've achieved the dream that you set out to do in a way. Yeah. You know? I'm trying really hard to, again, that I've been feeling a lot of gratitude about around that stuff. I'm trying really hard to like live in that gratitude and not jump. to. <laughs> I just <laughs> punched my microphone. Honestly. And you're saying a nice thing too. Yeah. I'm trying to live in that gratitude and not um, jump to the next goal set. Where I'm like, yeah. well, okay, I got this stuff and that's great, but like, what's the next? There's a lot of stuff of my... in Bojack Horseman about this, yeah, uh, about right. like he's just this. He just assumes that when he gets to the thing he wants, that he's going to be happy, and then yeah. like it's just just another treadmill, like another stop in the treadmill, you know? Right. Like, he's a horse, though, right? Y- yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I actually really like that show. No, I know, I know you do. <laughs> I I just bring it up because I think that there is there is a truth to a certain kind of goal oriented person being like not appreciating the stuff they have and turning it into what's the next thing? What's the next thing? It's so easy to do. But like even just having a podcast that anyone listens to is a fucking thing that I'm like, wow, I feel so lucky. Like that alone, you know? I I mean, I honestly, you should, but (laughs) I know fucking, I really should feel lucky. (laughs) Jesus. Like it's, it's, but look, I'm trying to follow the same path that you fell, which is to say, Mm. 
I'm trying to ride your coattails. Yeah, you which I've gotten pretty pretty long. Yeah, I'm trying right. to grab on tight grab to on those tight, coattails, baby, baby, and grind it to the top. People were tagging me like you know, and there was like a viral tweet about like I just want to be the kind of friend who's like f- friends with the famous <laughs> oh, person. Yeah, so that, that, yeah. yeah, Sarah Rubin. <laughs> I saw her tweet that, that and um, I, I met Sarah Rubin a number of times. She's very cool. And um, I did see that and I did think of you. I, I, it was very, people were tagging me. They were like, you don't have to come for, you know, and I was just like, no, but that's great. I, that's, I'm, I'm happy with yeah, that. Man. Uh, well, obviously I love having you on the show. Thanks for doing it. Yeah, of course. This is, this is great. And uh, yeah, is, when will the Patreon be live? Do you know? It'll be live today. So the moment this episode goes up. Yeah, it'll be live the um, the 19th. Of- is there a, a bonus episode to download or is there one coming? So yeah, the bonus episode to download, um, well, Perfect Person Premium. So yes. the episode uh, that you just listened to, that'll be available, but I would say subscribe because again, every... Um, uh, every week there'll be a bonus cold open that you didn't hear if you just heard the regular version of the show. Really um, good stuff. Really good stuff. There's a bonus cold <laughs> open and there's bonus calls on Perfect Person Premium and on Perfect Person Platinum. Um, the episode this week is super funny. Check it out. It's super fucking weird. Go enjoy it. Hit up the Patreon. Follow at Perfect Person Pod if you want to call into the show. Will, where can the people find you? You can find me at WWITWER where I have not been posting, but I, and again, I cannot emphasize this enough. You know, subscribe to my Patreon or whatever, but keep an eye peeled for my Instagram page on December 1st. December 1, big post dropping soon. <laughs> oh, didn't mean to hit the theme song button again. December 1, big post dropping soon. It's going to be massive. It's going to be crazy. Will. People are going to freak. And so, yeah, I just keep an eye out for that. I mean, someday I'll post, you know, sometimes I'll post a joke. Uh, Twitter, yeah. you know, if that interests you. Uh-huh. People follow me regardless, though. So, uh, <laughs> like, I honestly don't know Your why. Twitter is good because of the likes. That's true. I, have, I, I, You like a lot of good tweets, and I see them because yeah, of Yeah, unfortunately, I am a perpetual lurker, so I a lot of <laughs> yeah. time on Twitter. So, yes, I, I'm, I got a curated feed, and I smash that motherfucking smash like button. Smash that like button, baby. Um, well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, Still don't have the catchphrase. Yeah, I mean, it's hard because I feel like it needs to come organically. And yeah. whenever- Let's just do one like casual. We won't do any drum roll for it, but <laughs> okay. like, I'm going to say it casually. Okay. And if it's like good, I'll do it again. But like, I just, so it'll be like, we'll follow Patreon. And everybody, as always, um, the catchphrase, and I'm about to hit it, and it's right here. You really do charge being into a, a sentence without a knowing where the destination is. Being a perfect person, perfection, where, where perfection is only a call away. That's pretty good. That was a HeadGum Podcast.